time to discuss the gap. The gap comes out with its earnings. 360 round is on. We've gotten some good news. Of course, under the gap umbrella are several names. And Steve Brooks is with us, CEO and founder, the pop-up retail expert, and Dave Swartz, equity analyst over at Morningstar. Thank you both for being with us. So, Steve, what were your biggest takeaways from what we heard from The Gap, which, of course, has Old Navy, Athleta, Banana Republic, and The Gap, its namesake? Yeah, thanks Thanks for having me back, Nicole. Um, uh, obviously, the market's fallen a little out of love with them this morning since the, since the uh, uh, you know the, their announcements yesterday. For me, they've, they've spent the last two years restructuring and, and you know, diversifying smaller brands and and, and really closing underperforming stores, which makes perfect sense, working on partnerships with people like Next in the UK and Walmart here in the US. But it, it's not surprising that I think, you know, Gap, which is one of those iconic brands, I think, you know, it's right up there with, with, with Levi's, has struggled, and not just because of COVID, not because of, um, uh, you know, supply chain issues, but it, but it struggled because I think the brands got a little tired. And, and even though they've worked with, you know, celebrities to try and push that forward, you know, they're, they're really struggling. Banana Republic, for me, is all over the place. Um, you know, they're using this uh, acceptable luxury as their kind of format. The stores have gone to a more boutique look. So I, I'm really concerned about where they might go in, the, in, in 2022. But then Athleta is doing so well. Athleta is doing so well in that athleisure market. Yeah, and I think you're right. I mean, that was one area that certainly saw some strength. So, uh, David, tell me your thoughts and your outlook on this company and the stock. Yeah, sure. You know, the, the quarter was pretty mixed. Expectations were very low after the third quarter report, which was quite bad. Uh, and Gap had signaled three months ago that it was going to spend a lot of money on air freight uh, to make the quarter. And, and the sales did come in as expected. Uh, but the numbers were pretty mixed. Uh, Old Navy had a, a rather mediocre quarter with a negative comp, uh, which you know was unexpected. And uh, since Old Navy generates most of Gap's profit and uh, revenue, you know that's a bit of a concern. However, I think uh, there is a plan in place to, to turn Old Navy around. Uh, however, I think it's going to take a couple quarters. Uh, the difficulty with forecasting 2022 is that most of the company's earnings are likely to come in the second half of the year. Uh, the first half comparisons will be difficult because last year was helped by the stimulus. Um, and so I don't know that they're going to make a lot of money in the first quarter, probably just a short profit, small profit. And then most of the, the company's earnings for the year are going to have to happen in, in quarters three and four. And I think you're making some great points here as we're talking about what the outlook is. You used the word mixed at one point, and that is because while shoppers are trying to get back out there, you have some pent-up demand. You still have uncertainty with jobs and geopolitical concerns, inflation, all of these things that are happening. I was reading some articles preparing for this interview, gentlemen, and I know you're well aware that there have been um, concerns from the retailers about what's going on in Eastern Europe. In fact, halting sales or halting shipments. I mean, I've heard several names here in this article that I was looking through. Victoria's Secret, H&M, Nike, American Eagle. We know Apple, Microsoft, so many other big companies now taking a pause as to what might occur, and that brings uncertainty going forward. That being said, um, Steve, I'll ask you, where do you see strength? Is it the Gap and who else? Like, what other companies do you think are well positioned for 2022? And, you know, obviously they've got to face some of these waves that are happening here. 
Yeah, I, I, the, the gap, I think, could could pull themselves together and, and, and as you say, be well positioned for 22. I, d I do think uh, people like, you know, Ross and the TJ brands, I think, are going to do do really well as we as we transition back into to normal. And certainly here in Chicago, you know, we've got we've got mask free this week. You've really seen this upturn of, of, of people. Offices are looking uh, um, busier and, 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 and there's more activity. So I think. Uh, as far as that athleisure market is concerned, m maybe that will, you know, might see a bit of a downturn uh, in the coming months. Um, but, but certainly, if 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 Gap can get their act together with with Old Navy and Banana Republic, then then, you know, the the, the future could be optimistic for them. Yeah, interesting. And, you know, Ross and Nordstrom both gave upbeat outlooks. So I'm not surprised that those are on your list of some names to watch. There's been a lot of optimism around Target. Um, Steve, as we take a look here at your notes overall, I'm sorry, David, when we take a look, I was just reading through your notes one more time. We had corporate tax rate concerns. It seems like you're taking a break from that. Who do you think, which companies do you think are well positioned for 2022? Yeah, you know, it's it, the difficult uh, to out to forecast this year because uh, there's so many uh, variables. Uh, unemployment is low, you know, which which is a you know strong point uh, for a lot of retailers. Uh, but we do have inflation. Uh, you know, right now I think uh, Gap is, is very cheap um, at only basically seven times this year's earnings. Um, some other stocks that I might highlight would be Nordstrom. Uh, you mentioned uh, Nordstrom is very inexpensive. Uh, Nordstrom did not have a very strong year last year, so its comparisons will be will be pretty easy. Uh, looking at some luxury, you know, Tapestry, the parent company of Coach, uh, you know, I think uh, that stock is quite inexpensive. Uh, I think luxury and and uh, accessible luxury like Coach um, is still doing very well. Uh, accessories had a good year last year, and I think there's a lot of momentum there. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And LVMH, I've heard a lot of positive things around that as well when we talk about luxury. Final quick thought, Steve. Yeah, I think I think the, the luxury end of the market is going to be tremendously buoyant during during 2022. There's still a lot of confidence out there as far as consumers concerned. Um, I, 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 like I say, I, I'd like to see Gap really get to grips back with that brand and make it the iconic brand it was 20 years ago. And the names that really seem to be having a hard time, Best Buy, a lot of supply chain issues, Foot Locker, probably because of the Nike, maybe some losses because Nike's been doing more direct to consumer. So um, I've read more about some pressure on those names. Thank you both, David and Steve, for being with us. I appreciate it. Good luck there at The Gap, right? Good old Gap. David Schwartz, Morningstar, Steve Brooks from the Pop-Up Retail Expert. Thank you both.